0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. we look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled Recognizing the Voice of God. It shall be focused on the study of 1 Kings chapter 19. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, to recognize that, Lord, we see here in this scripture that an earthquake came and you are not in the earthquake. Fire came and you are not in the fire. But, Lord, you were in the still, small voice. And even today, you said, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man will hear and open the door, will hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Father, as the gentle, soft, still small voice of your word keeps knocking at the voice of at the door of men's hearts today. May you be welcome inside each and every one of our hearts. For this is the temple, the body has thou prepared for thyself through the salvation you've given us on Calvary and the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Up next we shall listen to first kings chapter 19. Chapter
1: 19. And it came to pass when king Hezekiah heard it that he rent his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house of the Lord. And he sent Eliakim which was over the household and Shebna the scribe and the elders of the priests covered with sackcloth to Isaiah the prophet the son of Amos And they said unto him, Thus saith Hezekiah, This day is a day of trouble and of rebuke and blasphemy. For the children are come to the birth, and there is not strength to bring forth. It may be the Lord thy God will hear all the words of Rabshakeh, whom the king of Assyria his master hath sent to reproach the living God, and will reprove the words which the Lord thy God hath heard. Wherefore lift up thy prayer for the remnant that are left." So the servants of king Hezekiah came to Isaiah, and Isaiah said unto them,
2: Thus shall ye say to your master, Thus saith the Lord, Be not afraid of the words which thou hast heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Behold, I will send a blast upon him, and he shall hear a rumor and shall return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land.
1: So Rabshakeh returned, and found the king of Assyria warring against Libna, for he had heard that he was departed from Lachish. And when he heard say of Tehaka, king of Ethiopia, Behold, he has come out to fight against thee. He sent messengers again unto Hezekiah, saying, Thus shall ye speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Let not thy God in whom thou trustest deceive thee, saying, Jerusalem shall not be delivered into the hand of the king of Assyria, Behold, thou hast heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all lands, by destroying them utterly. And shalt thou be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered them which my fathers have destroyed, as Gozan, and Haran, and Rezif, and the children of Eden which were in Thelazar? Where is the king of Hamath, and the king of Arpad, and the king of the city of Sepharvaim, of Hena, and Iv? And Hezekiah received the letter of the hand of the messengers, and read it. And Hezekiah went up into the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord God of Israel, which dwellest between the cherubims, thou art the God, even thou alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. Thou hast made heaven and earth. Lord, bow down thine ear and hear. Open, Lord, thine eyes and see, and hear the words of Sennacherib which hath sent him to reproach the living God. Of a truth, Lord, the kings of Assyria have destroyed the nations and their lands, and have cast their gods into the fire, for they were no gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore they have destroyed them. Now therefore, O Lord our God, I beseech thee, save thou us out of his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art the Lord God, even thou only. Then Isaiah the son of Amos sent to Hezekiah, saying,
2: Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, That which thou hast prayed to me against Sennacherib, king of Assyria, I have heard. This is the word that the Lord hath spoken concerning him. The virgin, the daughter of Zion, hath despised thee, and laughed thee to scorn. The daughter of Jerusalem hath shaken her head at thee. Whom hast thou reproached and blasphemed? And against whom hast thou exalted thy voice, and lifted up thine eyes on high? Even against the Holy One of Israel, by thy messengers thou hast reproached the Lord, and hast said... With the multitude of my chariots I am come up to the height of the mountains to the sides of Lebanon and will cut down the tall cedar trees thereof and the choice fir trees thereof and I will enter into the lodgings of his borders and into the forest of his carmel. I have digged and drunk strange waters and with the sole of my feet have I dried up all the rivers of besieged places. Hast thou not heard long ago how I have done it and of ancient times that I have formed it? Now have I brought it to pass, that thou shouldest be to lay waste fenced cities into ruinous heaps. Therefore their inhabitants were of small power. They were dismayed and confounded. They were as the grass of the field, and as the green herb, as the grass on the housetops, and as corn blasted before it be grown up. But I know thy abode, and thy going out, and thy coming in. And thy rage against me, because thy rage against me, and thy tumult is come up into mine ears. Therefore I will put my hook in thy nose, and my bridle in thy lips, and I will turn thee back by the way by which thou camest. And this shall be a sign unto thee. Ye shall eat this year such things as grow of themselves. And in the second year, that which springeth of the same. And in the third year, sow ye, and reap, and plant vineyards, and eat the fruits thereof. And the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall yet again take root downward, and bear fruit upward. For out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant. And they that escape out of Mount Zion, the zeal of the Lord of hosts, shall do this. Therefore, thus saith the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, He shall not come into this city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with shield, nor cast a bank against it. By the way that he came, by the same shall he return, and shall not come into this city, saith the Lord. For I will defend this city, to save it for mine own sake, and for my servant David's sake.
1: And it came to pass that night, that the angel of the Lord went out, and smote in the camp of the Assyrians an hundred fourscore and five thousand. And when they arose early in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. So Sennacherib king of Assyria departed, and went and returned, and dwelt at Nineveh. And it came to pass, as he was worshipping in the house of Nisroch his god, that Adrammelech and Sharezer his sons, smote him with the sword. And they escaped into the land of Armenia. And Izahad and his son reigned in his stead.
0: Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled The Unchangeable God Working in an Unexpectable Way. This was preached in 1962 on January 20th. We will begin in paragraph 140 up to paragraph 228. I trust you find it to be a blessing
3: can we tonight as Pentecostal people accept the Holy Ghost upon the basis that God sent it can we expect the Holy Spirit to do what God said it would do when it came in? is that the basis we want to accept it upon or do we want to say oh I believe I received the Holy Ghost when I believe I shook my pastor's hands, and I tell you, I, I believe I got the Holy Ghost. That's not what the Bible said.
4: Amen.
3: When he comes, he'll testify of me, yeah. Jesus said, see, when he comes. Now, how does he testify uh, of, of God? He testifies it by the life that he lives in you, by the fruits you are known. Right. You can say, well, Brother Branham, I got the Holy Ghost, I spoke in tongues. I believe that too. But if that life don't follow that experience, then there was something wrong, yeah. see? You got the wrong thing, see? Okay. But if you got, if you got the real Holy Spirit and you spoke in tongues, then the life follows it. Right. And then if, if you claim you've had the Holy Spirit and had the experience, and then your life don't tally up to God's Word, then you've got the wrong spirit.
4: Because right.
3: right. you can't gather grapes off of a, a thistle. <laughs> you know that. See, and by their fruits they are known. And Jesus, when He came claiming He was the Messiah, He did the works of the Messiah. Amen! Amen! He said, if I do not the works of my Father, then don't believe me. That's right. But if I do the works of my Father, then believe the works.
4: Amen.
3: What a statement. Same today. As he promised in Hebrews 13:8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The denominations, the great organizations of the world, what do they expect when they see a revival and break in the city? What does the denominations expect? A great intellectual speech. He has to come by fine education, swell words, and uh, able with a personality to get cooperation everywhere and, and uh, everything like that in a great big program. What do you do? Get up to the altar a bunch of people hated-faced Jezebels that never wash up a bunch of cigarette-smoking guys that claim to be Christians and never straighten their life still as crooked as a barrel of snakes? You tell me that that's the Holy Spirit? No, sir! The Holy Spirit is holiness and power How the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Bible said Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. That is true, my brother. Not no slight, but the... What is it? Get a man up there might stammer a little bit and splutter a little bit in his language and misspell some words or mispronounce them. And then they say, Ah, oh, they ain't nothing to that guy.
4: <laughs>
3: what about your Dwight Moody? One of the greatest you've had since Charles Finney. <laughs> Trying. what about Moody? He hardly could read his name. Little old shoe cobbler. One day over, is preaching to the cock and he's over in England and he tried to read the Bible and he mispronounced it. What I think he called Philistines, Philistines or something. Some kind of word. He made it. He tr- went back half the verse. He tried it again. He thought he'd have time to try to spell it out. He missed it again. He went back and read the whole thing over, and he missed it again. He closed the Bible, and he noted them cockneys were sitting there just, it's got to be intellectual with them. He closed the Bible and said, Lord God, I'll speak with the tongue that you sent me in. <laughs> Brother, he tore that place to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> tears rolled down his cheeks a newspaper come to investigate to see why he's drawing so many people and the newspaper come and wrote up an article said why would anybody come to see dwight moody he said the first thing he's so homely to look at and said the next thing says he talks to his nose he hasn't got he hasn't got a good speech and said his grammar is a force he's to nothing and said he's a horrible to look at he's fat and round whiskers all over his face Oh, they called him everything nearly. His manager come up and said, Mr. Moody, here's what the paper said about you. you read what it was. Mr. Moody said, why would anybody come to see Moody? And Mr. Moody just passed off once. I said, huh, sure not to come to see the Lord. <laughs> that's all. They didn't come to... If they're coming to see Dwight Moody, that's different. He has to be something to look at. Brother, if you're coming for an intellectual speech, that's what you're looking for. That's what you expect." But if you come to see the power and demonstrations of the Holy Ghost, it'll take the power of
4: God out of heaven. It
3: depends on what you're looking for, what you're expecting. I come to church, I expect salvation. I expect holy people. I expect a cleaned-up bunch from a life of sin. That's what you expect, because that's what God requires. But you see how we're letting down the bars? Old Brother Spurgeon, an old Methodist minister friend of mine, used to preach on. Said we le- or talk, sing about rather. He said we let down the bars. We let down the bars. We compromise with sin. We let down the bars. The sheep got out, but how did the goats get in? <laughs> Letting down the bars,
4: <laughs> right?
3: Let down the bars. Stay with the Word. God the Father. God the infinite One who
4: cannot change.
3: His unchangeable.
4: Unchangeable.
3: The same One that fell the day of Pentecost and filled all the house with a rushing mighty wind, and cloven and tongues of fire set upon them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost." That's the same God that we look to see. It depends on what you're looking for. The infinite God. I am God and I change not. He doesn't change. He can't change. If that's what He give those first expectants back there, that's what He give the second expectants, that's what He give the third, fourth, and everyone He calls will be the same thing. He said, "I am the vine; you're the branches. If a vine puts forth a branch and it brings up grapes, the next vine or the next branch of that vine puts forth a bare grapes. You can't make one bare pumpkins and other watermelons and then grapes. You can't do it. See, it shows it's been cast. It's a it's a vine that's been drafted. That's right. There's some vine has been or some branch has been drafted into the vine. I was standing here one time with Brother John Sherrod. He showed me about oh, about four or five different citron fruits on a." On the, um, a tree, I believe it's pomegranates and, and uh, I know maybe I'm wrong there. It was oranges and lemons and tangerines and tangelos and grapefruits all growing on an orange tree. And I said, but, well, Brother John, I want to ask you something. When they come forth, now put forth their bloods again, I said, is it all going to be oranges? He said, no, each one of the branch." Each one of the little branches that's cut off and put in this tree, if it's a lemon tree, if it's a lemon branch, it'll bear lemons. I said, But what if the original tree puts forth another limb? Said it bears oranges. Right. So, brother, we can bounce ourselves in by organization. That's all we got. We bear organizational fruits, we bear organizational evidence. But if you come forth in the vine and it puts you forth a new creature in Christ, you'll bear the life of Christ. So help me, you will. You'll have the same experience they had in the beginning. Amen. I know it's the truth. The denominations look for the intellectuals. The trouble we Pentecostals, we look so much for Russian wind, we miss the still, small voice. That's just what it is, see? Yes, sir. It's unexpected sometimes. If it ain't got a still, small voice in it, or well, uh, has it in there, we don't want to accept it. Sometimes a real good teaching, sometimes they just cut us to pieces, <laughs> kind of ruffle our feathers up a little bit, you know. Sometimes that helps us a little bit. You know that's true. It's the truth. Yes, sir. Something that'll help us, do us good. Now Elijah had heard rushing winds and he knew that was God out there or something going by. He heard rains and everything. But what alarmed him was when he came in that still small voice. He had seen him come in the rain, he'd seen him come in the fire even. And he heard the winds and he heard the rain and heard the fire and seen the fire and all, but he was alarmed when that still small voice came, so he put a veil over his face walked out. Oh, brother, that's it. What we ought to do is listen way down deep in our heart that so we hear the voice of God Amen. Then walk out on it. Amen. Believe it is true. Yes, sir. Ah, but I wonder today, brother, if we're failing to recognize yet among us the Holy Spirit. I wonder if the people in our attitudes today, if we don't fail to recognize that this is the Holy Spirit. See? Now, I know to some of you strangers may be around in the camp tonight, it, some people might live a life that you'd be ashamed to live yourself. That may be true, but my brothers and sisters, they haven't got what they're talking about. That's right. That is true. But don't you never judge for that. When I went into India, there was a man who wanted prove to me he could lay on spikes. One wanted to walk in fire. He wanted to do all these things to show what he could do uh, for a nickel or a dime or a penny, whatever you give him. But listen, he is playing the part of a hypocrite out there. But way back in that interior was some honest person was absolutely doing that thinking they were sacrificing to a god somewhere. But he was playing the part of a hypocrite. We have the same thing. That's exactly right. Some men, women, just are so called, just tried to put on and act like they got the Holy Ghost and uh, just cause the rest of them goes that way. As I was telling you the other night, when I first got in the pulpit, I, I got up there and I, I watched Dr. Davis the way he preached and I just got a charter's license. So I got up there and I thought, say, you know what? I can preach like that too. So I got up there and swung my arms the same way he did and jumped up and down the same way he did. And I was just saying hallelujah and glory to God and hallelujah and glory to God and hallelujah and glory to God. And then first thing you know, when I got down from there, all the old women come around and said, oh, that was wonderful, Billy. But old Dr. Davis sat there, an old lawyer, you know, looked at me like that. I said, how did you do, Dr. Davis? He said, rotten.
4: <laughs> Worst I ever heard. <laughs>
3: oh, my, did he deflate me. So I want you in my study tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. I said, all right, Dr. Davis. I went in and all beat down, you know. He looked at me and said, I guess you'd feel like you'll never forgive me, Billy. I said, no, I want to know why. He said, when I first started practicing law, he said, I watched a lawyer, and that's no doubt for what you've done too." Watch me. He said, because I see you tried to go through every action that I went through. He said, but you know what? He said, the reason I said the rottenest I ever heard, he said, because you never brought a bit of the Word of God. You were just crying and snorting and slobbering and carrying on. He said, you never said a thing about the Word. <laughs> and so he said, I got up there and tried to go through a pleading a divorce case. And I said, this poor little woman, woohoo, poor little woman, Went well, like that and so said, an old attorney sat across there and looked like that for about a half hour. I got through beating and crying out of voice nearly. So the old attorney said, judge your honor, how much more of this nonsense will your court stand? <laughs> he said, I said, I went to the old attorney and he told me, he said, you know what? It, you were making a lot of noise and everything. You're, you're, are that all right? But said, you wasn't bringing any of the law out. It takes the law to defeat the case. Brother, that's what I think tonight, too. It's got to be the same thing, brother. No matter how much education, intellectual, and whatever more we got, there's got to be some power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost to prove that it is God that will straighten up your life, that will perform and do the same life that Jesus Christ did. Amen. 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 Promised in the last days that it would be light in the evening time. The prophet promised that. We notice the light geographically rises in the east and sets in the west. And the same sun that rises in the east is the same sun that sets in the west. We know that's true. Now, where did civilization start? In the east. That's right. It's travel with the sun, and now it's at the west coast. If it goes any further, it'll come back east again. The east and west has met. Civilization. We want you to notice this just a minute. Now remember, the prophet said there will be a day that will not be light or dark, a dismal day, but in the evening time it shall be light. Now I notice, it shall be light in the evening time. Now the Son of God shined His righteousness and power upon the eastern people about 1900 years ago. And there's come a span of time that we've had intellectual teachings, we've had a great time, we've made organizations, we have done great work. Which is, it's just a dismal day. I don't guess you get them here in Phoenix, but in the east we get them. Kind of cloudy, enough light to get around, but the sun isn't shining. Some it's shining because you, it wouldn't be light if it wasn't shining. But it's not exactly the good sunlight. But then in the evening time, the clouds draw back, and the same sun that shined in the east is shining in the west. Then the same Jesus, the same Holy Ghost that fell back on the eastern people has come down through the day of organization has dropped down here in the last days to shine the light upon the western horizon. The same Jesus, the same thing, the same loving One. He's here tonight in the form of the Holy Spirit. Comes, he's, He's the unchangeable God. He just can't be changed. No, He comes in unexpected ways, working wonders, different ways His wonders to perform. Mysterious ways, rather, His wonders to perform. But remember, Jesus said, As it was in the days of Sodom, So shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. No one can doubt that. But what He said, As it was in Sodom. Now, in Sodom, that was just before the fire fell and burned up Sodom and Gomorrah. And now we're just before striking that midnight hour for the second coming of Christ and the world to be destroyed by fire. What happened? There was three classes of people in that day. And there's three classes of people today. First there was the Sodomites, the world. There was Lot and his people, the church formal intellectual type. And there was Abraham and his group. Abraham and his group setting up there the elected and called out church. Remember, now, there was three groups, the Sodomites, sinful, wicked, world, like today. There was a church member, lukewarm, cold, lot, his group. There was Abraham, the called out of it, and was sitting out here in the desert taking the hard thing. Right. And the Lord came down in a form of a man, the speaker of these three angels that stood. Now, someone asked me, said, Brother Branham, you don't believe that was God. I said, it was God. Because, now, uh, listen, Abraham called him capital L-O-R-D, and any scholar knows that that's capital L-O-R-D, is Elohim, which is God. He said, well, how would he ever... I said, he said, God eaten? I said, sure. I said, God just reached over and got a handful of... uh, cosmic light and whatever more we had to get together and some petroleum and cosmic light and, and some calcium and potash and said step in that Gabriel step in that Michael and stepped into it himself he's God you fail to see who he is he's the unchanging God I'm glad i got faith in him tonight that someday when my life my body with the 16 elements will be back in the dusty earth but he'll say William Branham and I'll come forth
4: he breathe oh, the breath
3: of life into it. today.. He'll bypass the birth of uh, through my mother and so forth. Like Jesus on his first miracle, he turned water into wine. Eventually it would have been wine, but he bypassed all that procedure and said, turn the water to wine. At the resurrection, he'll not say, Mr. and Miss Bram, get married again and bring forth William. He'll speak and I'll come forth. Amen. Amen. That's him. God. Sure he did. Walked down there before Abraham. Now watch what he did now. Remember, they was going down. Two of the angels went down and preached in Sodom. Is that right? They had a meeting down there. But what did they... They didn't perform too many uh, miracles. But what did they do? They smoked them Sodomites blind. And now we've got them same angels preaching to the church formal today. Of Billy Graham and so forth. And what does blind the world? is the Word. And preaching the Word is blinds the unbelievers. But watch this elected, called out church, this angel that spoke there to Abraham. He said, I remember his name had been Abram till just a few days before. And his wife's name had been Sarah. S A R R A. But God had met Abraham in a spirit form and had changed his name from Abram to Abraham. From Sarah to Sarah. And now watch this angel. Dust on his clothes. And he said, Abraham, where is your wife Sarah? I wonder, Abraham must have said, I, my, my leading was right. <laughs> I, I just felt something. That fellow was different. He, say, he said, she's in a tent that's behind you there. How do he know he had a wife? How do he know that his name had been changed? How did he know that she... Uh, uh, these conditions said, I'm going to visit you according to the time of life. How do you even know Abraham is married? <laughs> Where is thy wife Sarah? And he said, now watch. I that personal throw down there. I'm going to visit you according to the time of life. You see who it was. You see who it was. And he, he said, um, And Sarah in the tent said, How can I? She laughed. In other words, a little sniggering for herself. Said, now look. How can I have pleasure again? Abraham was a hundred years old, and the Bible plainly speaks it out there now, that they were both well, well, old in age. And the way of Sarah had been gone for a long time. Abraham, his body is good, as dead, and her womb had been dried up and dead for years. I'm going to visit you according to life, time of life, and you're going to bring this child. I noticed, foreclosing. And Sarah laughed at how... Could that ever be? Me and old as I am have pleasure again, and my Lord also. I notice that's the little L there, Lord Abraham, him being old also. And the angel said, Why did Sarah laugh?
4: Oh my.
3: Now remember, Jesus said, As it was in the days of Noah and in the days of Sodom, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. What is it? It's God, the Holy Spirit, dwelling among human flesh in these sanctified vessels that the Son of God's blood cleansed by faith, and God dwelling in these vessels, performing and carrying on the works of Jesus Christ, making Him the same yesterday, today, and forever. If we are baptized by the Holy Ghost into the body, then we become the body of Christ. Then we are resurrected with Him. When He raised up, we raise up also in the resurrection with Him. Because He is the head and the head and the bodies together. Amen. Then today, Christ is in the church, in you. And His works that He once did, St. John 14, 12, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall He do also. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is saying, yesterday, today, and forever. Yes. See there? People don't expect it to be that way. They expect it to be a bunch of uh, literary people. Who don't even know what they're talking about. They believe it to be some uh, bunch of dummies. Well, we we might be in the sense that they're talking about, but we accepted the Holy Ghost the way God poured it out and Amen. got the same results that they had back there. So it proves that He's the unchangeable God. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We get the same results. Amen. My own mother, when she was dying, she said, Billy, you've been, I baptized her many years ago. She said, You've been kind of a spiritual guide to me, Billy. And I said, Mother, you know our people are Catholic. And I said, When I first noted God was, the, uh, God, I noted all my life from a little boy, but my people never went to church, and I went out and talked to priests, priest, and he said, This is the church, this is the way. I said, Well, the, the Bible, could I, it said, Now you'll get all confused. See, this is the church, God is in His church. You must believe the church. Well, I went over to the Lutherans and they said, we're the church. We're the body believers. Went over to the Methodists. They said, we're the body believers. And went to the Baptist. They said, no, they're all wrong. We are that. I thought, what is going on here? A church is a body of people. And this one says this way, this one says this way, and this way, and that way, and that way. It, something's got to be wrong. So I said, I went right back to the Bible, Mama, and read just exactly what that first church did. And the way they did it, that's the way I did it too, and got the same results. Amen. Praise God! That's good enough for me. As long as I got the same results, I see the same Jesus. I see the same God that worked in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, down the pre-Nicene Council. He worked in there until the coming of the Roman Catholic Church that accepted dogmas instead of the Bible. Went out through the Dark Ages and come back through Luther, Wesley, and down here in the Lady of Saint Church age, and it shall be like in the evening time. God will pull out a church that's as church that I'm standing here. There will be and seeing the same Holy Ghost by the same promises doing the same works and the same things. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. The unchangeable God
4: Amen.
3: will give you the same Holy Ghost that He gave them there without a change. Amen. He'll do the same things that He did when He was sure on earth that any man or woman that will... Believe it and accept Amen. it. If you've got the Holy Ghost, take a hold of it like Jacob did and hold to it Amen. until positive results come. Amen. Amen. Believe it, friends. And at an unexpected time, and maybe an unexpected place. But if He'll do it at an unexpected place, how much more should He do it tonight in an expected place where we're expecting to see it happen?
0: as you get towards the end of this episode we end with a word of prayer heavenly father we thank you lord for your mighty love how excellent are thy ways lord your ways are far higher than ours. we pray father may you speak to us today and may these words that we've learned continue to percolate into the depths of our soul and may we meditate on them day and night for you said blessed are those lord who lord meditate on your word and you said there, it shall be like the tree planted by the rivers of water. And so you said, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. So help us, Lord, to escape that seed of the scornful, but do, Lord, feast on this manna from above. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration. And encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.